Who's starting on Sunday? Why are Washington fans cheering on the New Orleans Saints? And did Ron Rivera leave this franchise in a better place? All that and more on your 2 January Daily Commanders update. Let's go. Greetings and salutations and welcome to your Daily Commanders update. I'm Nathan Perry here on Ref the District, a part of the Believe Network. It's the 2nd of January. Happy New Year. Thank you to all those who watch and support Ref the District. We do appreciate you. To January, good day today, but maybe not for the franchise. In fact, it's actually kind of got a, a bad history over the last few years, as Nikki J tweeted out today. January 2 in Washington football history. In 2020, Ron Rivera was introduced as the head coach. In 2021, Chase Rullier gets a four-year extension, and Alex Smith is named the starter in, for the season finale in Philly. In 2022, a railing collapses at FedEx Field and narrowly misses Jalen Hurts after an Eagles win. And in 2023, Rivera says he doesn't regret starting Carson Wentz over Taylor Heineke in a loss to the Browns. For 2024, she wrote this just saying that the season all but ended in week three. But it gets worse than that, folks, because today Ron Rivera got up in front of the media and at the podium refused to name a starter for Sunday. So we don't know. Jacoby Brissett, who was supposed to start but then had a hamstring injury, or is it going to be Sam Howell, who played well through, well, okay, at least through three quarters before things really got out of hands? Zach Selby here mentioning that Ron Rivera doesn't actually have to announce a starter until tomorrow. So we will find that out and we will have that discussion on our show we always broadcast live on wednesdays 7 30 eastern on our youtube channel make sure you come out and join us as it is a lot of fun and you can be a part of the conversation i i can't tell you how much i think all of us are waiting for monday you know tuesday at the latest right it's got to be coming around the corner as ron rivera has it's it's over, right? We know that it's it's going to be the end. The media knows it's going to be an end. Everybody knows it's going to be the end. And we are at a position here where he is being asked, instead of about the game coming up, he is being asked by the media, did he leave Washington in a better place? And Nikki J here with the kind of, the information, the exact quote from Ron Rivera here. Well, I'd like to think we're in a better place. Probably a fairer way to say it. I most certainly do appreciate my time here, and we'll see what happens. And again, we'll focus on what's coming first on Sunday, and that's getting ready for Dallas. It is abysmal that, once again, it is Dallas week, and normally the chance of we want Dallas would be deafening from this wonderful burgundy and gold fan base. But instead, we're just pining for the end of the season in the Ron Rivera era. So I want to hear from you. 
has Ron Rivera left this in a better place? Have, have Are we now in a better position than we were four years ago when he was signed? I used to think yes. And after this season, I just don't know anymore. You you have, you know, again, early on in the season, I would, say, I would have said, yes, you have a bunch of mediocre seasons, but the culture's changing. People are fighting for him and, and people want to play for him. And we're no longer having to worry about the owner and the mess that's happening behind the stage because things were going to be on the up and up with Ron Rivera. But a down season makes you question everything. And now I have to say, I really don't think so. You know, four years ago when he was signed on, we had questions at QB. We have questions at QB now. Four years ago when he signed on, there was the possible chance that we keep Trent Williams. Well, he's not on the roster. And and as much as I defend Charles Leno, he's not Trent Williams. And you can tell me that he wanted to leave. And there were people who wanted to leave under Ron Rivera in his tenure. And we always said, mate, people don't want to come here to Washington. And that didn't change, right? People still have to be paid probably more than market price to come to Washington. That hasn't changed. We're not a winning franchise. That hasn't changed. So when I look and I see what's better, it's the things that are, it's, it's most importantly, the thing that was out of his control and that was the ownership group. That's the, really the only thing that has improved is the team is now owned by Josh Harris. So I just don't think that I can honestly say Ron Rivera has changed the organization for good. But if you have an argument, please, in fact, let me know. Playoffs right around the corner. NBA is in full action. In fact, if you want to make some easy money go ahead and head over to Bet Online and bet against the Wizards as they continue to look awful. You can also get all your odds and updates from Bet Online, and so you get this up-to-date information right at your fingertips right as the NFL playoffs are underway. Everything you can name, UFC as well, soccer, things are going on over at Bet Online. so make sure you head over there. Use the code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, and get yourself 50% off on your initial deposit, or not 50% off, a 50% welcome bonus on your initial deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Moving along to more football, actual football information, Washington Commanders named a few players that they signed to the practice squad. Davian Davis, D'Angelo Mandel, and Jace Whitaker are all on the practice squad. And you hope that we do not see these players in extended minutes in a normal season. But in the season where things are awash, you really don't mind. It's okay. It's whatever. Get the young guy some time. Maybe you have a diamond in the rough, and that player will end up being the next Jeremy Reeves and a solid contributor for year after year. And and maybe that's the case. But honestly, what you're hoping for is that this game is just one that we can be proud of in the end. I do want to win. I just want to beat Dallas. But it's it's not going to happen. Dallas still has something to play for. So Washington is most likely going to lose this game. And if they lose and the Patriots lose, it's the Saints go marching on that we're cheering for as the Saints are the ones that really have the biggest impact on the strength of schedule as J.P. Finley 
here talks about important draft scenario nugget. If Washington, New England both lose, it comes down to strength of schedule tiebreaker for the second pick. Falcon Saint games will have a huge impact since Washington beat Atlanta and New England lost to New Orleans. I'm to root for those Saints commanders fans because that's honestly what we need, right? We just this is what it comes to for tanking for me. I mean, I'm not wanting Washington to lose. I want Washington to win. And then I want all the teams above us to also win. So that way they can, you know, we, we get where we need to be, which is the lower draft pick without actually having to be the bad team, right? Win, beat Dallas, give me a little bit of happiness in my life when it comes to cheering on this team. Otherwise, yeah, if they lose and then the Saints win and we're the number two overall pick, like, listen, I'll be happy for the three months leading up to the draft, but I just want to be happy in that moment. To be fair, I'll also be happy with the third or fourth pick because let's face it, you're going to get a good player in this draft any which way because you're picking top five. You have a bunch of picks in the top 100. It's going to be exciting times. But this weekend, cheering on the Saints as well as our own team there. Every time we talk about the head coach here on Ref the District, people tell me that the GM is more important. We get that, but when you're talking about names, people don't necessarily know a lot of the GMs. They know more of the head coaches. Well, one of the names that you might not be familiar uh, familiar with, not necessarily for GM, but for a position here in Washington, is going to be Don Aponte. Uh, John Kime and Nikki J here going along with Ben Standig's article on The Athletic on names to kind of look out for and ones that they've heard who might be potential targets for Washington. And the Don here being listed as the executive football uh, of operations or executive VP of football operations. Now you might not know who Don is. And so it's okay. Again, you're not necessarily in the know front offices and she doesn't actually belong to a team front office. She's been working up at NFL headquarters since 2017. And she's familiar with all of the teams, which I think benefits her when she comes down to a team that she'll have a lot of those connections already pre-built in. I've heard, I've seen, uh, you know, a lot of people reporting and talking about her. And one of the things that they like from her is that she is supposed to be a cap guru. She's somebody who's supposed to be able to really work contracts. Uh, She does have a legal background. And I think that's great because if she is helping you wheel and deal players, getting you the best benefit for your team, and then also signing contracts that really work out for the team long-term, she could also be somebody who can rework the Jonathan Allen and Deron Payne situation where we're not having to pay two defensive tackles, you know, so much of the salary cap space. So I'm excited to see whether or not she ends up being a member of this Washington franchise. So it's something we will keep tabs on and we'll let you know going forward. One of the things that a lot of other people will yell at us here on Ref the District is when we use uh, a certain website for some information. And one of those chiefly being PFF, but PFF does list Sam Cosme as the highest grade offensive player in the NFL. 
since week 13, getting a 92 point grade and allowing zero sacks and just one QB pressure. Sam Cosme has been Washington's best offensive lineman. Now, that is not exactly a huge compliment given who the rest of the offensive linemen are. But Washington's line, really not as bad as some people make it out to be. We're going to go in-depth on Wednesday, as long as no crazy thing happens like it did last week with Jacoby Brissett being named the starter originally. We will be discussing the offensive line, where teams have drafted their offensive linemen, or at least where what draft pick their starting offensive linemen are, how well they're performing, and what that means. Does it correlate to QB? We will have to see as a lot of people want Washington to go with an offensive tackle with their first pick. Now, if we're picking two, let me know if you still want Washington to pick an offensive tackle or if you think there is a better target for them at that spot. Well, that's been your daily commanders update here for two January 1st of the year. We have you covered on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday this week before the game Sunday. So be sure to stay with us here on ref the district. I'm Nathan Perry here on the believe network. We're presented by bet online. And until next time, happy new year and be a fan. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.